So, Quell uh, really has no idea how the mother of many or any spirits would react to to someone from the reverent assemblage. I mean, if they don't have lift cores that work there, we have no idea how else they're different. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah, we could cut to that. Um, do you think Quell still remembers the way by heart or do you have to like wait for an urchin to start, you know? to like think they're being so sneaky as they kind of make their way down through the little cave system. I think once you've become part of the mother's brood, you always know your way. Okay. So yeah, you can, you can head down to the mother of many's lair. Uh, I think chalice is very nervous, uh, less nervous once they get outside of the city because you know, there aren't the angry crowds around anymore. Um, but uh, still, nervous at this idea but also wanting you know nervous but excited because you kind of like what do you tell them about the mother of many beforehand well before we even start down what well, quell is not bringing any light because mm -hmm. you just don't want anyone to find their way in there if they shouldn't be there mm -hmm. and uh quell is says um we're gonna go somewhere that is basically my childhood home so i want you to be respectful and uh, it's going to get really dark. So uh, you should probably put your hand on my shoulder or maybe like hold on to my, my waistband. And I would not let go unless you plan on staying down there for, I don't know, the rest of your life, at least until you die of thirst. Oh, uh, well, I, <laughs> I don't love tight, dark spaces, so I'll be sure to do that. <laughs> it's so dark you can just imagine you're outside at night somewhere just right. don't that, touch anything <laughs> that sounds perfect i'm excited to see this important part of your culture though <laughs> right speaking of culture um so i told you we're gonna go see basically my childhood home and we're gonna go see uh well i guess you would call her mother uh, but she's not like most mothers you might know. Do you, uh, do you have any spirits where you're from? Spirits? You mean like, like, and they lower their voice, like ghosts? Like, of dead people? No. I was <laughs> 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 like, what? you have dead people that walk around on the reference assemblage? No, no, goodness, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. No, we don't have those here either. At least not as okay. far as I know. <laughs> Good. I was worried. So you've never heard anything about... And Quell's trying to think of a way to describe spirits in a way to someone who has never experienced them or even seen them or felt them. Uh, Quell's like, so you've never had any... Um, animals that are like they're out of a dream uh i think i think even in the vast like among the landbergs not everybody's probably most people haven't seen a spirit right but there's probably stories at least um so uh so when you mentioned that to chalice i think they say animals out of a dream no but it sounds wonderful all right. Well, when we head on down, be polite. Treat my mother like you would treat your own mother. Unless you were really mean to your mother. Then don't <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I, miss, I miss my parents every day. Okay, so you have, you have mothers in the reverent assemblage. Well, we, we, have, we have parents, yes, we... Where, and then I think as you start walking, they kind of start telling you about their, their social structure where, you know, they, um, they, they spend time with their parents, but there's a lot more emphasis placed on like peer groups coming up through schools and things like that. And um, that kind of like collective child rearing. Ah, uh, mm, mm, well, we know a little bit about collective families down here. You'll find out. Uh, <laughs> like I said, don't let go. Or else you're going to be staying down here for a bit. 
And uh, Quell basically dips into the mouth of the cave along like this little ledge that goes mm -hmm. down past the river and um, turns into a tunnel. And you can see there's little tunnels like coming off various parts of the cave. And when she turns into the tunnel, she has her hand on one of the walls and um, it just very quickly becomes totally dark. But you can see that Quell has walked this way many, many times, and it's almost like she's responding to a, responding to a sign uh, that other people can't see, like a like a marking or a almost like pigeons might have their little like electromagnetic magnetic directional beacon, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they just is finding her way down various 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 <laughs> twists and turns and branches. Um, and we'll occasionally reach back to make sure that Chalice is still holding on mm -hmm. because Quell doesn't want to be responsible for anyone getting lost down here. Mm -hmm. And um, as she's walking, she's kind of like uh, reaching out uh, to like connect with, with Mother. What did you tell the rest of the group you were doing, by the way? Did you tell them you were gonna go see mom <laughs> uh i probably told them that i need to go make sure that uh chalice is gonna be able to make the ride okay uh, okay <laughs> gotta go uh get some clear passage does anybody everybody take this at face value um mary probably looks at gadget and is like gadget are you okay with any of this <laughs> You are the most intelligent person here. Yeah. Gadget's making a beeline to the Beluga to destroy her conspiracy board before the oh. enemy has access to all the information that she's been collecting this time. Oh, no. oh, oh you no. could just flip it around. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Myriad is uh, hiding all of their uh, romance novels of the Empress and Atlantis Purple, so that way <laughs> they are not found by this strange person. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really care if uh, the rest of the crew finds them on accident. Like, it's, if it ever happens, they'll confront it and, like, address it later. But, like, if this stranger finds them, that's even worse. So, like, putting an effort to hide these novels now. <laughs> <clears throat> I really like to imagine that because Myriad loves to read specifically in the um, smuggling areas, the <laughs> smuggling hatch, uh, that in fact, that entire area is probably littered with dog-eared copies of these romance novels. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and we can cut back from Myriad, you know... Uh tidying up all their other scattered romance novels and gadget just giving a very serious look to their conspiracy board or her conspiracy board um to you in the caves trying to reach out to the mother of many but i also want to know what augustine our captain would say as i'm like i'm just gonna take this person and um don't worry i'll keep them safe and make sure that we get back just fine well I, I trust you to do right. <laughs> I'm trusting you on this one, Quell. <laughs> Quell, Quell is concerned because uh, Captain had that that voice that says, "If you don't do right, I'll be very disappointed." <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed in you, Quell. <laughs> and Quell's like, oh, "I'd rather have you be mad." <laughs> <sighs> and also what is Augustine doing at this point if we have people cleaning up their their romance novels and destroying their conspiracy boards we have Augustine here the uh, the lord of, of herbs and spices <laughs> how are you occupying yourself as we are locked well, in port if we've talked about needing to go through the rivers, that would be, you know, downtime, starting to figure out how to acquire the assets for that, things like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
I mostly really want to hear you role play getting those things because I love listening to listening to Augustine being Augustine. Well, at this point, Augustine knows that we are in a pretty tight place. Yuza has gone back on their word. We are now we're, we've got some pretty high heat in two systems and the inability to really go anywhere. So Augustine is focusing on the real situation at hand, not hiding conspiracy theories and romance novels. <laughs> See, this is why Augustine's, you're our captain. This is why Augustine has um, survived so long and also has many friends in many places mm. because he's able to focus on the issue at hand when needed. If we are a maid family, right? Augustine is 100% <laughs> the parent in every way. Like Augustine is the adult. <laughs> All right. So I think we could probably roll in some of those downtime activities here, even as we go. But uh, for now we can cut back to um, Quell leading, leading chalice what are you trying to reach out to establish just to like feel the mother of many's presence or uh and to let the mother of many know that i'm here that i'm coming home for a visit you know to send like love and happiness to be there and to let her know that maybe i'm bringing a friend over but the friend is very nice and i kind of figure that chalice seems so sweet and naive that maybe chalice might feel a little bit like a child a lost child to the mother of many, I hope. Please don't destroy my friend. They're like 15 or so. so they're like Oh, just, so they're practically a child. Yeah. Man, that, an urchin that was 15 would still probably be under the care of the mother of many. Mm -hmm. Although most of them are little, little babbies. So I think uh, you get back a feeling of um, welcoming, you know, towards you. Um, and sort of a feeling of like guarded like okay let's meet your friend you know like your mother would say like mom i'm bringing a new friend home from school and they're like oh okay okay <laughs> well i'm looking forward to meeting them and then you know instantly start searching for their parents on facebook or whatever whatever parents do in <laughs> 2021 it's okay we're just gonna play sega and drink some like mountain dew and eat pizza we'll be fine <laughs> please pizza rolls oh yeah ooh lava hot <laughs> always pizza rolls on tap of the mother of minis uh okay so <laughs> you get down cool there I, she is she's the cool mom she's the neighborhood mom um i think i described it a little bit last time when you connected with her before is you reach the the chamber yeah, it's a, a subterranean lair accessible through tiny caverns, near impossible for an adult to traverse. Uh, the lair proper is open on one side to the waterfall, casting dappled light and mist into the cave. Wreckage has been repurposed into playground equipment around the cave, and while it looks perilously rickety, it never seems to collapse. Um, you hear the, the sound of falling water and little feet pounding across the rickety walkways, and the, the smell of earth and dust fills your nose. And you then see the, that familiar sight of the mother of many. They are maybe somewhat alarming to look at at first because it's a mossy, rocky millipede spirit, like very large. Um, they have a. Actually, did I, which ones are cuter, millipedes or centipedes? Centipedes are carnivorous, millipedes eat vegetables. Okay, yeah. Let's go millipede. Uh, they have like a millipede face. But sometimes the dappled light from the cave plays across it just right to give them like a hu an almost human visage. Uh, and you've never seen the end of her body, which trails off into the caverns behind her. She just has a lot of legs for hugging. Millipedes give good hugs, too. Lots and lots of little urchins at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just curl them all up and all nice and warm. <laughs> Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
And I, <laughs> I, I, I smile and I call out like, I'm home because I probably still know some of the urchins who live here. Uh, some of them call back, you're home. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Quell probably shakes one of the rickety bridges. Not enough to bring it down, just enough to uh, rattle whoever's standing on it and being a little a little shit. Uh, and they, they shriek and like dive after another one of the kids and like, you know, just start to start scrapping with them. But in a good natured way, mostly. Uh, and I think as you walk in, Chalice is just like, you know, they were kind of they were scared before in the tunnels, but they're just like enchanted now by this this like little subterranean cave with the waterfall on one side um, and the, the sunlight kind of coming in, uh, which is somewhat darker because it's stormy, but there's still enough light to see. Uh, and they're looking around, but they you do, they're weirdly they're not reacting to the mother of many, and you remember that spirits don't always show themselves to. Quell forgot that part. <laughs> well, Quell doesn't really think about that. Quell just kind of assumes people can like see and experience them. I mean, logically, she knows like people can't all do it, but I mean, for her, like the mother of many is very apparent. So it'd be like. If you don't see that, you're not, like, aware of. Um, yeah, Chalice is just looking around. It's like, where's where's your mother? Uh, oh. Is she meeting us here? Oh, um, yes. Yeah. Um, she's, she's around. I, I think, you know, she's got, she's, got a, she's got a lot of kids to look after, as you can probably see. And, um, you know, she probably, she'll probably want to take her time getting to know you. You know how... Um, how parents can be. I think what I'd like to do, since we kind of have a, a cool Quell-centric Quell scene here with Quell and like a, a GM character, is mm -hmm. maybe we could like thread in the downtime activities that other folks want to do. I like that. That is a good idea because I don't want to be hogging the spotlight and not letting other people play. Yeah, and I didn't, th I didn't think you were aiming to do that, but this is a, a cool scene that you wanted to do. Um, and yeah, I think we'll we'll leave off on that image of uh, well being like, oh right, uh, well, uh, and then we can have our first downtime activity here. Who wants to to do that? We only get one free one now, right? You get one. You only get one free one. You still get your extra one for free as your playbook. Yep. So, I guess I can start with. Acquiring assets since we want to waterproof <laughs> the beluga for one trip. Try yep. to. Amphibious vehicle. Amphibious vehicle. <laughs> um, roll crew quality. Yep, which is now one, not zero anymore. But yes, I think if you're looking to do some wheeling and dealing around the market here, maybe with the, the Junkers Guild to you know, head back to Aikido Morgan and see if they have any like special stuff to uh, that they use when they're doing digs and, you know, more aquatic areas. Uh, you could do that. Um, I think you would probably need something quality level two to upgrade the Beluga or to waterproof the Beluga, which means you would either need to roll a six or spend some credits. We just need a really good tarp. <laughs> <laughs> i mean okay i'll put it this way if you give me a two i'm not going to say at no point am i going to inflict the beluga starts leaking as a consequence unless something really bad happens if you get less than a two i'm going to keep that in my back pocket start bailing <laughs> okay well i guess just go for it um Oh my god, Catherine, I just saw the flex seal comment. Just slap it right on there. We'll be fine. <laughs> yep, flex seal is all you need. You could do it while water is literally pouring in. Like, yeah, like from a hose. Like, just slap it on there. You got a three, which Ooh. is quality minus one. Okay, so yep, that's quality zero. And you would not feel very confident. <laughs> you, you, you know, as you, as you line things up with the the guild um is that what that looks like here 
with Augustine well, trying to get this asset. And I think Augustine would see them bring out this type, and mm-hmm. I think it's worth the credit in the beluga mm-hmm. to get something a little bit better, which would bump us to a tier one, quality yes. one. If you spent one credit, you would get to uh, quality one. If you wanted to try to, if you don't have the money, you could always take out a loan with the Junkers Guild, and they could, you know, they could spot you two credits now, and, you know, one of those could be the tarp. <laughs> and I mean, but we, I think we have the credits, I mean, between us. Mm-hmm. We, and I mean, I've got if, two. If you take out the loan, they're not going to break your legs because you need those to, like, walk out through the junk fields. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, but it's also meaning we have to come back here and we don't know when that's going to be. Um, yeah. I feel like the Junkers Guild is all over the place. Yeah. yeah. This is this is sort of a headquarters for them, but they have that, quote, satellite office in Gypsum Heights, which is literally just that guy's office. <laughs> um, I'm sure they have some other places scattered around, too. And any oh, of those shit. would happily take repayment for the loan. Wait, here's yeah. a question. Don't we yeah. own part of that restaurant? Have we yeah. seen any creds coming from that? They're not going to mail you shit. <laughs> it's, been what, like, it's been four days. We're a little, it's probably been like uh, a week or thereabouts since you were last there. So, yeah. Well, they're a busy restaurant. They're one of the best in Gypsum Heights. So you better go out there and shake them down. Here's my cred. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if we want to take out a loan, we can. I'm not a fan of that. If we don't really need to. Yeah, because... that's a valuable point. Okay, so where's that um, other credit coming from? Well, we have to pay two creds. You're spending one credit to get it up to one, right? Is that coming out of your wallet? Well, we can take that from the Beluga. Okay, take that Wait, from the Beluga. Here's the thing. We, um, before I took Chalice, uh, we were discussing this taking the Beluga down through the riverways in the mm-hmm. uh, cave. Doesn't Chalice have just a ridiculous amount of money? They had a good amount of money, yeah. Because uh, I remember yeah. saying, like, don't pull that all out at the soup kitchen. Like, remember, <laughs> it's suspicious money, though. Yeah, mm. it is It is reverent assemblage money, and flashing that kind of coinage right now might be... Yeah, you got anybody who can do some currency exchange for you there, Augustine? I figure if anybody would, you might. <laughs> Even if I did, I don't think it's the safest, because right now... Finding whoever has that is the key to opening the ports. Mm. So we sneak Chalice out. The ports stay locked down until they get tired or Mm. figure out that we've snuck Chalice out. Right. And once you're in clear skies, they have a good chance of seeing you. But by that point, you'll have a strong head start on them. So... Also, we're super fast. The beluga moves very quickly. As long as it's not waterlogged. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We drip in the whole way. I really hope our lift core is water safe. Well, I have two creds. The beluga has one. Okay. Is that with the one already spent to bump it up to one? No. This is the base before we spend anything. Beluga only has one. I have two. I don't know how others look cred-wise. Well, like I said, if you get it up to one, then that'll get you through. But, like, you know, you're you're not sweating bullets about it, but you're not, like, extre- you're supremely confident about this level of waterproofing. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll take the one from the, the ship. If anybody else wants a little bit more insurance, then they can drop in the cred. I'll drop the crud, and we can do a long-term project in the future to make her legit okay. waterproof. <laughs> Are you saying that you don't want this to be a harrowing adventure? Oh, there's still plenty of ways it could be harrowing. It's just one of them won't be the ship springs a leak all of a sudden. <laughs> no, we're, we're going to get in the river and find the caves aren't big enough for the beluga. 
Oh. Remember that oh. I described the river going in the top and then coming out the bottom very fast. So Which is just going to give us the <laughs> tailwind we need to right. get the heck out of Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Augustine, having greased the right palms, uh, sees the the you know the Junkers Guild crews uh, getting to work a little bit more, um, uh, going back to work, I guess I would say. Um, you see some seams being shored up that were a little egregious before, and you're you're feeling pretty good about it at this point. A tarp, <laughs> a good tarp, a very respectable tarp. Uh, Listeners at home, we do not endorse you waterproofing your boats with a tarp. Please do not do that. <laughs> or your car. <laughs> what about your sky boat? It's not like it's going to be in water all the time. What are other folks planning for their downtime activities? De-stress. Okay. Oh, yeah, God. still got that one free. Yeah, that's my free one. Do you want to think about it for a minute while we rejoin Quell? Um, I was going to train but okay yeah we could we could see that real quick um okay let's see you're at you're only at three stress right now so yeah that makes sense yeah um so what are you training um is it it's insight prowess or resolve it's not any like specific uh it's insight prowess resolve or your playbook yeah or the playbook it's not like the specific um things like no, because command. okay once you fill in that track you can put that extra dot anywhere you want in that track in that uh, category okay cool um i was going to uh do prowess okay so do we just get like a shot of myriad doing push-ups amid like the construction crews <laughs> like working around them uh you probably like, get like... a shot of um myriad doing like some parkour stuff on the like low buildings and stuff mm, cool um if there's any trees myriad's climbing the trees just because myriad misses the trees oh i think there's some trees they're probably dead uh <laughs> <laughs> probably been dead for a while um but you know kind of out in the in the more waste areas you could you could find a tree to climb yeah, so you see a shot of Myriad sitting at the top of a tree, sort of looking like an eagle would, <laughs> but it's just, you know, a small Myriad star spindle <laughs> crouched mm -hmm. at the top of the tree. Mm. Like the assassin pose. Oh, I just had this picture of Myriad, not as an eagle, but as this adorable baby owl. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, that's probably a better depiction. That's probably a better depiction with like big eyes and like you see Myriad turn their head and like open their mouth. <laughs> Still very much a bird of prey. Yep. Still very much a bird of prey. <laughs> is, is there the pile of leaves or hay at the bottom? For you to dive into. Oh no, you're going to take a leap of faith? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm probably not allowed to say that either. <sighs> Sorry, Assassin's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ubisoft's going to want a big cut of our huge podcast budget. <laughs> <laughs> Got an LLC going. Uh, all right. <laughs> that's, that's good. I like that. Make sure you uh, mark your track there your XP track for prowess. And what about gadget? What are you planning on doing? Um, she definitely needs de-stress. Now you might be wondering why we are using a tarp to weatherproof our ship when we have a perfectly fine mechanic on board. But in truth, gadget's a little preoccupied with everything going on. Um, gadget's assumption is that Augustine has had ties to the Assemblinati in the past, but they also <laughs> suspiciously uh, got away from the holds of the protective affairs um, way, way more easily than, you know, somebody should have been able to. And now that she found out that Home Slice now has ties to the Assemblinati, she needs to find out where her friend's loyalties really lie. So she's going to be following Augusta around with his uh, shopping today and kind of Gently probing him, see how he feels about having 
this wanted criminal onto their ship and as captain what's your feeling about this okay i like this but i would i would add the question the question mark of is this a restorative activity for gadget is this a de-stressing activity <laughs> oh. for gadget <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like you're adding stress. Well, I like this image that after Gadget had to tear down her original conspiracy board, she's now already mentally recreating one and is is deeply like engaged and and enjoying this like gathering of information to further her conspiracy beliefs. Maybe de-stress is the wrong word. More like setting things in a line so you can move on with your life. Okay, so you're like, yeah, you're you're kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, bring, you're bringing things in line with your conspiracy theories by by talking to Augustine in this way? Correct. I, I feel like Gadget is one that is never not in a state of stress. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of just organized stress. <laughs> functionally fair. stressed mm-hmm. all right does that does that sound like something tony would there's tony does that sound like something that augustine <laughs> i was looking at your google meet thing uh, does that sound like something that augustine would be up for <laughs> or at least not yeah. actively dissuade yeah and we we can say that you know since i need to de-stress as well i'll de-stress with gadgets so we can double up um so while i'm doing my shopping i'm entertaining gadget yeah this is probably fun for you right because like for gadget this kind of a social interaction is very like out there but for you you're like it's okay i've been in much higher stakes (laughs) you're taking your anxious child out for a shopping trip well and and it's you know if we're all gonna work together i need to do my best to make sure that gadget feels that she can trust me that you know, I'm not going to just turn her over to the purples or <laughs> any form of government. So with the with Gadget's constant badgering to Augustine, you know, they didn't have time to shop for the best quality materials and maybe we didn't get the best price for it. But we we, we get it we got a tarp for now. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, so if you both want to make your rolls, then we can kind mm-hmm. of narrate based on how restorative this is for you. And as a reminder, you roll the number of ticks that you currently have in your relationship clock with the other person. It will increase after this, but right now it's just the number of ticks you currently have with them. Ah, I was not satisfied with those answers. <laughs> oh no, you got a one. I felt like you were satisfied. <laughs> I'm glad we had this talk, Gadget. If anything ever worries you or bothers you, you know, I'm a, I'm an open book. Just, just come chat me out. <laughs> oh man, Gadget's no good. Terrible. Very bad. <laughs> yes, Ga- Gadget rolled a one. Augustine rolled a five. Uh-huh. Definitely ties to Assemblinati. <laughs> but it's still a little bit restorative in that at least you feel a little bit more con- uh, convicted in your beliefs, uh, as jumbled as those beliefs may be right now. I take small comfort in the fact that I was right. <laughs> well, yeah, and now you get to add a belief about my connections to the protectorate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I'm just truly enjoying this this scenario where Gadget's like, I'd rather be right than happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I feel like Gadget is, and like Rorschach from Watchmen would be like best friends. <laughs> or maybe worst enemies, depending on how their conspiracy powers lined up. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I do have a quick question mm-hmm. on beliefs. Uh-huh. So once we fill the clock, uh, truth is revealed. Is mm-hmm. the truth based off of one of those four beliefs that the person has? Yeah, you ask a question about one of the four beliefs. Oh, well, it'd actually be three at the end, I think, but I don't know. Anyway, you ask a question about one of the beliefs, and they 
tell you the answer in truth. Okay. Um, so yes, both of you clear the stress you got and then increment your relationship clock up with the other person by one. Mm-hmm. How are you looking, Gadget? Um, I'm a little bit better than I was before. But you know what? I'm not feeling very relaxed at all. <laughs> but if you hadn't taken that action, you would have gotten an extra stress because you have the trauma paranoid. So mm-hmm. really, you just saved yourself two stress. One. <laughs> <laughs> On the plus side, you did not overindulge. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly did not. Who would ever do that? <laughs> So the camera dwells for a moment on Gadget's uh, frustrated, but possibly somewhat vindicated face. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> and then we cut back to uh, Quell's uh, kind of, um, I would say, like, bemused face, maybe, as you realize that, oh, Chalice can't see what I'm seeing. I'm like, well, uh, you know, while we while we wait for dear old mom... You know, make uh, make yourself comfortable. Maybe, uh, you know, introduce yourself to some of the kiddos and watch your pockets. <laughs> My pockets? Oh, um, they're right here. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, hey. Hey, kiddos. This is my friend. Off limits. <laughs> Off limits. Got it? Are you trying to command them? To not wrap your friend. <laughs> well, I figure that in this kind of uh, family dynamic, Quell probably has at this point kind of like an older sister vibe going on. Mm-hmm. Because again, you know, um, most of the urchins when they come to the mother of many are pretty young, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're basically yep. children who have been orphaned or abandoned um, or who have run away and, you know, they find their way to the mother of many because the mother of many likes to be a mother. Um, and so the kids here would really be ranging in age from quite young until like they're like mid adolescence probably. And so Quell coming back to visit is like big sister coming to visit from, uh, from like college, you know? <laughs> and uh, so she's going to use that big sisterly voice to be like, don't rob my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't rob my friend. I think I think since you do have that big sisterly relationship with them, you you feel like you feel like they're uh, listening to you. At least for now. I think Quell's like, yeah, just uh, relax. I'll see if I can rustle you up a snack or something. <laughs> because Quell is like, ah, uh, mother of many probably wants to get a sense of who the heck this person is before mm-hmm. she makes introductions properly. Okay. Well, uh, I think. Chalice will just kind of look around the ca- the cavern, like very amazed, you know, like we have some beautiful natural. Mm, yeah, I think, I think they probably would call them natural resources. We have some beautiful natural resources in the river and assemblage, but I've never seen anything like this. This is wonderful. Yeah. It's a, it's a well-kept secret. And we're aiming to keep it that way. <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. I, I, I have to respect, you know, I mean, I'd love to tell everyone back home about this, but, but you know, no, I'll, I'll respect that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I want to let you know before you meet mom. Mom's a, mom's pretty special, and I got to admit, part of the reason I'm so reluctant about this whole being united in the end thing is I don't really know how that's going to affect mom and people like mom. So I guess I'm kind of concerned about all that. I mean, I'm not even sure if you even know. I'm not even sure if you have folks like mom at the reverent assemblage. Oh, well, we have, we have all kinds of people in the assemblage. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's, are you pretty, Pretty accepting of all sorts of people there at the assemblage. <laughs> oh yes, like like I said, you know the the Senate tries to represent everyone's interests as best as it can, mm-hmm. and yeah. we try to have how would you say melting pot without just saying melting pot? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, 
That's that's kind of their approach. We think that all cultures, every every Landberg that joins us contributes something of value to our culture. We we embrace it. How many Landbergs have joined up thus far? That's um that's an excellent question. I don't I I'd say I'm personally familiar with probably I mean, well, it depends on what you describe as a Landberg, and then they kind of launch into this, like, you know, the, um, what is the term here for when you study geological, kind of like slight geological conversation about, you know, like larger Landbergs, smaller Landbergs, various uninhabited Landbergs, inhabited Landbergs, the like, well, I've been alive, I'd say at least a half dozen have joined that us. That many. So this is happening pretty rapidly <laughs> what's rapid <laughs> well kind of makes a face I, I don't know does it seem like it's getting faster Are you seeing more and more every year or what's oh oh i see what you mean um i yeah i suppose it does seem like there's there are more joining us and more quickly than there used to be uh at least from what i know from the history books <laughs> but you know, maybe it's just a momentum thing. Quell kind of leans back on whatever she's sat down on and uh, like she's thinking. And she's like, all those Landbergs and you've never met a spirit? No, I don't think so. Maybe. How would I know? Well, I mean, you'd know. <laughs> and you've never, you never heard of anyone who's met a spirit? Or even heard rumors of it? Animals that seem like they come from a dream? Uh, not personally. I mean, you know, I'm I'm still pretty young. Quell kind of scratches her, her head for a second. You know, she's thinking about what the heck to do about this because this is kind of concerning. Is it just that Chalice has never, you know, had any sort of encounter with a spirit? Which is not mm. that unusual, but... My no. goodness, to not even know anybody who's ever had an encounter with a spirit or have even heard like tales of spirits seems kind of weird. And with all these Landbergs joining up, I mean, well knows the Landbergs have spirits on them. So where are the spirits going? What is happening to them? Oh, you know, and with all these spirits on each Landberg, like, are the spirits all getting along? Like, is this... This seems very confusing, very perplexing to Quell. Mm -hmm. um, and so Quell is like, well, you know, if I were to introduce you to someone quite close to me who could maybe tell you a little bit about spirits, you think you could keep your pants on and your mouth shut? <laughs> uh, yes, I have, a, <laughs> I have a belt. Okay. All right. I don't mean pants on. Like, never mind. Never mind. I don't need to go I to just, the bathroom. That's what I I went, I went before we left. Okay, good. Excellent. Because uh, we don't have many changes of clothes around here, <laughs> as you might have noticed. And uh, so Quell kind of reaches out mentally to the mother and is like, this, this is my friend, but my friend doesn't seem to understand. And like... You know, it's basically they don't really talk. So it's sending like images of like uh, Quell and Chalice being like smiling and like holding hands and kind of like a almost a cartoony depiction of bad guys chasing Chalice mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Chalice being like, oh, no, like you can almost imagine <laughs> like it's like a super deformed little chibis when they're doing yep. like a you know, scene in between episodes mm -hmm. of your favorite anime <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then, you know, Quell bringing Chalice here to be safe with Mother and this idea that we want Mother's blessing to go through the tunnels. If you're connecting with her, then it's yeah. probably like a channel, right? Yeah. I think this is controlled standard. Okay. Let's see. So it would be in a tune roll, probably. Yeah. And yep. you said controlled standard what the heck is with my rolls tonight <laughs> okay we got oh, two twos no. so that's a crit right isn't that's i rolled the same thing 
Uh, let me drag us back over to the action thing real quick. Uh, no, you spent all your gambits. Okay. So on a one to three, you're blocked or you falter. Press on by seizing a risky opportunity or withdraw and try a different approach. So I think here what this represents is the mother just really, like, you don't get the feeling. Well, okay, two things. A, the mother still is feeling a little bit hesitant about, you know, establishing that this kind of contact with an outsider. You feel like the mother mm -hmm. hasn't, like, really reached out to Chalice at all yet, mm. um, which is part of the reason why Chalice can't see her. Mm -hmm. uh, and B, when you mentioned wanting to go through the tunnels, um, the mother seems concerned because, you know, she's guessing that you don't just mean, you know, like, going through the tunnels that you always go through. Uh, and she's worried for your safety. So it seems like she's kind of, you know, she kind of withdraws a little bit and catches on that. Um, but so you can press on by seizing a risky opportunity or try a different approach. Um, well, you attune, like you use attunement to connect with, with the spirits. But I think getting the sense that she isn't sure about Chalice, Quell mm. would probably be like, we need to show that Chalice is nice and isn't going to cause any harm. Mm -hmm. So um, Quell's like, hey, uh, Chalice, come here for a sec. Okay, they, they uh, stand up from when they're, they're probably like sitting down and just kind of maybe even like starting to throw a ball back and forth, some kids or something, and they like stand up and brush themselves off and walk to it, walk over. Uh, yes? Okay. Uh, and, uh, Quell takes Chalice by the hand, walks him over to a rock uh, that is very near the mother of many, mm -hmm. and says, you ever, you ever daydream? <laughs> oh, sure. Mm -hmm. And you know how you see things and feel things, you know, um, they can feel really real, <laughs> even though they're not happening right in front of you. Yeah, I used to wonder what it would be like to fly on one of your ships. <laughs> I've mm. never been on one until I made this trip. Uh, okay. It was uh, a little more scary than I thought it would be, but it was still pretty fun. Well, we're going to do, we're going to play a game. Do you like games? Yes, I like games. And now, she, now they seem to be kind of like, I'm not a child. <laughs> <laughs> You're 15. 15. You're still a child. Old. Uh, oh my gosh! Wasn't they haven't, that what the they haven't set their age said? yet, but uh, sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> I think that was the how old the Little Mermaid was when they were insisting that they were not a child. Uh, of course. So, <laughs> uh, so Quell's like, yeah, all right. So go ahead and take a seat here, mm -hmm. and we're gonna play a game. We're both gonna daydream our our best daydream, and we're gonna see if maybe. We can share daydreams. You want to try that? Won't that be a fun experiment? That share daydreams. <laughs> wow, that, that sounds. Do you have you done this before? This is a pretty, pretty magical space. Don't you feel that? I mean, it certainly looks the part. Right. So <sighs> we're gonna try because the worst thing that could happen is that we just each have our own super nice daydream and quell's like because i'm pretty sure the mother wouldn't eat you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, millipedes are, are herbivores right we established that uh and and you know sometimes if you feel a connection don't be afraid we're just we're just playing a game about daydreams just be your most honest self in your daydream Think you got it? Okay. All right. So after this is set, Quell's uh, going to sit down next to Chalice and is like, oh, my God, are we really having to do this? Like, uh, <laughs> and uh, reaches out to the mother of Minnie and is like, basically like, look, we're friends. Come, come check us out. Come, come meet Chalice. See, I'm sitting with Chalice. How about you come, you know, reach in and meet Chalice? So are you kind of setting this up as like a consort? 
No, it's another attune, but it's like a group attune. I'm basically trying to be like, how about you try to attune with Chalice with like my help? I'm sitting here like helping you set this up. Mm, okay. I'm making introductions, basically, uh -huh. where you're like, please meet Chalice, my friend. Don't eat them and <laughs> both of you be nice to each other. I think you could definitely do this. It might still be risky, though. Okay. Because you are you're using the same overall approach. Yeah, that's all right. I figured this I was, would be weirdly risky anyway. What, what were you saying, Tony? Uh, I, I don't want to ping in too much, but I, you also have your friend. Oh, I, I do have Lack. And you have all the kids around here that you could try to, you know, bring them in if you want. Like a big, a big group circle where you're all sharing a daydream. Okay, let's all do it together. That's a good idea. I'm like, hey, kiddos, who wants to play a, a game where we're all going to hang out and maybe chat with Mother? <laughs> one of them's like probably the one who is like, yeah, you're here. It's like, we talk with Mom all the time. <laughs> I know, but my friend here might need someone to show them the way to do it and the best way is to learn through experiencing uh and then they, they kind of think about that for a second they're like okay well if they stink at daydreaming then yeah maybe we could show them something uh <laughs> and the, the kids are like all gathering around you know like they kind of sit down in a circle and they're like all trying to very elaborately to explain like okay now you sit down and you just try really hard not to think about work Think about things like clouds uh, and cool rocks. And soup. Chicken soup. Yeah, chicken <laughs> soup. That sounds good. Okay. So now that we're all kind of doing this, we're all sitting with Chalice. And Chalice seems to be being nicely connected and friendly with us. Mm -hmm. Hopefully we can get the mother of many to get to know Chalice so that we can get her okay, so that she doesn't feel like there's an insider moving through the tunnels and decide that it might be time to, to put a stop to that. Okay. So I think this would be a controlled standard consort since you were bringing in your contacts, the, the children of Dime, or a risky standard attune. Oh, goodness. So I have more points in attune than I do in consort, mm -hmm. but... It's a controlled versus a risky. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know which one to do. Which one sounds more interesting? Uh, obviously, the risky one sounds more interesting. Okay. Then that would be you. Like, maybe you've got these kids gathered around you, but you're still trying to mostly keep that loop closed to you, mm -hmm. uh, you chalice and the mother of many. Almost maybe, like, because you don't want the kids to, like, see if the mother of many has, like, a poor reaction or something. Right. Are, are there any uh, devil's bargains on the table? Uh, if you're interested, yeah, I could think of something. Would you like a devil's bargain? I could at least hear what the devil's bargain is. So I think the devil's bargain would be uh, one of the kids. Basically, some loose talk would get around and I'll tick the crowd's boil over once. Because, you know, the kids aren't all... The kids aren't just going to go say like, hey... The we in our secret tunnel where we hang out with a millipede spirit. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, there was this weird person there, with an even weirder person uh, who isn't from here. Uh, but I'll, I will take it once because the kids will probably talk about having seen this outsider somewhere, you know, or not necessarily an outsider, but somebody they don't know, somebody who is being really weird about the whole idea of spirits. <laughs> but it's just one tick. That seems fair, and I would take that devil's bargain because that seems like something kids would absolutely do. Totally. Kids don't know how to don't know how to keep their mouths shut. All right, I like that. <laughs> so, so that ticks up once, and you get a bonus die. Okay, so I'm doing my attune. I'm doing risky standard, right? Yep. With one bonus die, let's see how it goes. Thank goodness for that bonus die. Yeah, two, four, six. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out, Tony. I always forget about Devil's Bargains. Yes, thank goodness, Tony. <laughs> yeah, I figured you you didn't want any extra stress. Oh, I would blow up. 
like <laughs> you get a gambit nice oh i do uh, yay it'll go away if you don't spend it by the next time you uh are picking a load but you know you never know Mm-hmm. all right and i think you get that six so after some hesitation um chalice uh they still have their eyes closed um mm-hmm. are you keeping your eyes closed as well quell or are you like peeking Oh, Quell's totally going to peek because this is all just to get Ch- Chalice and the mother talking. <laughs> so I think as you peek, you see uh, the mother kind of like crawl forward hesitantly at first <laughs> and then like go around and encircle the whole circle of kids, you know, like with uh, with her warm presence um, and, you know, like lifting up in the top so that she can kind of look down at you uh, after a moment chalice kind of like says like uh, i i think it's working i think it's working oh and, and they say like i feel i feel it's a warm feeling it's a it's a welcome feeling um they i think they think i'm kind of strange um oh. and you you get that feeling as well quell since you're in that loop with them it's a feeling that like you know, the mother of many has recognized that this is this is a child from, you know, from far afield. Um, they don't quite know what to think about them. And you get the you get the impression that the mother of many feels some unusual things from this person. Mm. But they're not like they're not telling you like, oh, here's what this here's this unusual thing I feel. But whatever they feel that makes them think like mm, this is kind of weird doesn't overcome the basic fact that this is a child and a friend of one of their chil- of one of her children and so she she welcomes chalice in. so it's like when like a cat mommy adopts a raccoon baby or something uh-huh. <laughs> it's like okay all right weird baby i'll accept you and take care of you too <laughs> <laughs> Yes, little weird baby chalice. <laughs> now, do you have chalice keep their eyes closed until the mother of many isn't encircling them in- anymore, or do you have her, or do you have them open them up? <laughs> well, the well, there's still this giant millipede spirit around you. <laughs> you know what? I don't know if chalice is ready for that. I'm gonna make that call. I, I I'm glad that the mother of many is welcoming Chalice, and Chalice gets a warm feeling. But um, don't know if Chalice is quite ready for a giant, rocky, mossy millipede, given that Chalice has apparently never had any experiences with spirits before. Uh-huh. So uh, I think I'm going to wait for dear old mom to depart, at least to not be visible. Okay. So, yeah, a few minutes pass like that. And then, the you know, the kids seem to be enjoying it for a while. And then they start to get restless and they're like, Mom, Mom, we want to go back to the, the seesaw. Um, and the, <laughs> <laughs> the mother of many kind of like does a quick little, another little squeeze uh, and then withdraws um, as the, the, the circle breaks. And some of them are like complaining a little bit like, that was just a normal daydream. I didn't get any of the weird stuff that mom sometimes gives us. <laughs> she must have been busy. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Chalice, Chal, how you feeling? Good. I'm that was glad. really good. Oh, I'm glad. You know, mom came through while we were all playing. But, you know, she's so busy. There's a bunch of kids to look after. You know, she did seem happy to that I had a friend. <laughs> Yeah, I got that feeling too. Good. Mm. Well, you know, uh, now that we've had a chance to chat with mom and, you know, I let her know that we were going to be taking a trip that might be a little dangerous, I think we're good to head back. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. And um, I think I'll I'll be okay going through the tunnels. I feel like, I mean, I'm still going to hold your hand, but uh, I think I've got a little bit of a better idea of, you know, how things work around here. Good. I'll make sure you don't get lost, but I'm glad that you feel a little more comfortable. But still make sure you don't really talk much about this place. Oh, no, of course. Of course. Got it. All right. And then uh, Quell says her goodbyes to people. I'm sure most of them are playing and they kind of 
haphazardly say goodbye, yeah. if, if acknowledging Quell at all. One of them says, I smell. <laughs> I don't smell, you smell. I can smell you coming in here. How do you think I got here? <laughs> and they're like, you, you probably got in here because you smell so bad and they threw you out in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's lots of treasures in the garbage, which you would know if you were any good at being a picker. <laughs> uh, and they, they're like, I'm a, I'm a good picker. And they, like, you could tell that they're like, they might start crying, but then they're just like, whatever. <laughs> uh, before they run off, I think Quill might try to ruffle their hair just to show okay. them that she was playing. Uh, they kind of like shake you off, but they then they just go right back to playing. Like you know, it seems Good. like that little outreach has averted a tantrum. Please don't tantrum. Quell <laughs> kind of sends love and and farewells for now to mother and uh, starts making her way out with Chalice, making sure okay. holding Chalice's hand because I don't want Chalice to get lost. But now we're a little closer than we were when I was just having Chalice hold onto my belt. Uh. They, they look at it as an adventure now, and they're, they're excited. I'm glad. It's good to die excited. <laughs> <laughs> they seem much more pleased now than they were before, you know, very anxious about the whole being hunted mm. situation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sometimes there are worse things than being hunted. <laughs> so, Quell, you still have a free downtime uh, activity to do as oh, well. Oh, God. I need to burn off some stress. Okay. I have to de-stress. Who do you want to cut loose with? I'm gonna cut loose with. I'm gonna cut loose with Myriad, because Myriad is up, you know, doing lots of parkour and tree crouching, (laughs) and uh, you know, uh, I think as after Quell comes out and makes sure that Chalice is secured somewhere safe. I mean, you probably see Myriad in the tree as you're walking back. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, After, okay, great. Uh, Then I come back to the tree after making sure that Chalice is is nicely tucked away. And uh, I'm like, hey, Mm want to go play? Want to go? I see you're feeling active. Uh, You want to go play some? uh... God, what would we be playing on, on Dime? Probably with a bunch of urchins. Okay. What's that thing that old people always play on ships? Canasta? Shuffle no, that's board. not it. Shuffleboard. Want to want to go play some some shuffleboard? <laughs> is that an active thing? It is on dime. <laughs> you put the urchins Marian on the has little no desk. No idea what shuffleboard is, uh, but it sounds like fun. <laughs> so sure. I don't really think that um, the urchins know what shuffleboard is either. So <laughs> it's something completely different. <laughs> yeah, you set the urchins on the discs and you push them at each other. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, it's like bumper shuffleboard. And <laughs> your goal is your goal is to push them in. Okay, so whoever has the stick, right, is trying to push the urchins on the discs into each other, and then their goal is to try to knock each other off of the discs when they come within arm distance. This sounds incredibly <laughs> safe. Is this shuffleboard you know what? or is this curling? Don't know. I mean, it's not okay. on ice. I don't know. We probably also want the things to go in a certain direction and at a certain mm-hmm. like distance. But that's really secondary to trying to knock each other off the discs. Right. Right. <laughs> so, you want to come play? Sure. Myriad will be one of the ones sitting on the disc and out. Yes. Elbow everyone in the way they're, ch- they're children so you're probably doing pretty good <laughs> oh my god well, i am small like a child it's fine <laughs> i'm just real muscular some pretty, some pretty vicious elbows too because there are some of them that are like yeah. ringers for this yeah. modified shuffleboard i got my cane <laughs> There may be several black eyes at the end of this. <laughs> but, you know, it's like a happy black eye. It's like the, yeah. like when you're in Valhalla and you're like fighting all day and then you go like drink beer all night. And it's like, we're all great. We're all friends here. So like, yeah, there might be some bruises. 
it happens, <laughs> you know, as long as no one's dead. Yeah. Well, speaking of no one dying, uh, how about you make the roll? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, you're, it's the number of dice is equal to the current ticks you have in your relationship clock with Myriad. Okay. I think I have a few with Myriad. How the heck is my relation? Uh, I have two with Myriad, so I get to mm-hmm. roll two, right? Yep. Hey, that's a six. A six. Nice. That's really good, because guess what? I had, like, what, nine stress? Eight stress? Two, three, <laughs> four, eight, yeah. five, six, seven, eight. So now I only have two stress. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. Yep. One, two. Uh, and yes, there's lots of laughter. It's very raucous, but it's a nice relief for Quell. Quell is one of the people who's one of the pushers, mm-hmm. and she is by the end it devolves to the point where like where you're not just pushing like the person who's on your team you're really at that point just trying to push like everybody you're trying to push Uh all of the discs with all the people and it's just like everyone's tumbling off as they get like rammed into each other and like trying Mm -hmm. to scramble back onto their discs and you know it's it's beautiful wonderful chaos (laughs) 